Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 63 of The Christian's Daily Walk by Henry Scudder. If you would do this in earnest, he speaks of uh, here of treating the things of this world as base and less important, you would be so far from fearing death that you would, if it were put to your choice with the apostle, choose to be dissolved and to be with Christ, which is the best of all. Philippians 1, 23. And so far from fearing the day of judgment, you would love and long for Christ's appearing. 2 Timothy 4, 8. Waiting with patience and cheerfulness when your change shall be, Job 14.14. Endeavor to follow these directions. Then, if you cannot prevent those fears and conquer them as you would, yet be not discouraged, for fears and doubts in this kind do flow many times from strength of temptations rather than from weakness of faith. Moreover, what if you cannot attain to so high a pitch in your faith as Paul had? Are you so ambitious that no other degrees of faith shall satisfy you? Or are you so foolish as thence to conclude that you have no faith? Thirdly, whereas you say you are without feeling, therefore you fear you have no faith, I acknowledge that want of a feeling, sense, of God's favor is that which does more trouble God's tender-hearted children and make them more doubt of God's love and of their justification than anything else. Whereas I know nothing that gives them less cause. Number one, in what true faith consists? For first, what do you mean? by feeling, if you mean the enjoyment of the things promised and hoped for by inward sense, this is to overthrow the nature and put an end to the use of faith and hope. For faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, Hebrews 11.1. And the apostle saith, Hope that is seen is not hope, Romans 8, 24. Indeed, faith gives a present being of the thing promised to the believer, but it is a being, not in sense, but in hope and assured expectation of the thing promised. Wherefore, the apostle, speaking of our spiritual conversation on earth, saith, we walk by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. These two, faith and feeling, are opposite one to the other in this sense. For when we shall live by sight and feeling, then we shall cease to live by faith. Number two, the difference between faith and assurance. Secondly, if by feeling, you mean a joyous and comfortable assurance 
that you are in God's favor and that you shall be saved. And therefore, because you want this joyous assurance, you think you have no faith. You must know this is a false conclusion. For faith, whereby you are saved and brought into a state of grace, and this comfortable assurance that you are in a state of grace and shall be saved, differ much from each other. It is true. Assurance is an effect of faith. Yet, it is not inseparable from the very being of faith at all times, for you may have saving faith, yet at sometimes be without the comfortable assurance of salvation. To believe in Christ to salvation is one thing, and to know assuredly that you shall be saved is another. For faith is a direct act of the reasonable soul receiving Christ and salvation offered by God with him. Assurance rises from a reflex act of the soul, namely, when the soul by self-inquiry and the help of God's Spirit can witness that it has the aforementioned grace of faith, whereby it can say, I know that I believe in Christ Jesus, and I know that the promises of the gospel belong unto me. The Holy Scriptures are written for both these ends, that first faith and then assurance of faith and hope should be wrought in men. These things are written, saith John in his gospel, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. John twenty thirty one. Again, these things have I written, saith the same apostle in his epistles, to ye who believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe, that is, continue to believe, and increase in believing on the name of the Son of God. 1 John 5.13 A man is saved by faith and has comfort in hope of salvation by assurance, so that the being of spiritual life in respect of us does subsist in faith, not in assurance and feeling. And that is the strongest and most approved faith, which cleaves us to Christ and to his promises and rests upon his truth and faithfulness without the help of feeling. For although assurance gives us a more evident certainty of our good estate, yet faith, even without this, will certainly preserve us in this good estate whether we be assured or not. Hence it is that although reason, as it is now corrupt, will still be objecting and will be satisfied with nothing but what it may know by sense, John 3, 4, yet faith, even above and against sense and all natural reasoning, Romans 4, 19 and 20, from a reverence to God's command, who bids 
to believe and trust in him and a persuasion of the truth and goodness of the promises will give credit unto and rest upon the bare, naked, divine witness of the word of God for his sake that does speak it. Hebrews 11, 8 and 11. Secondly, there is a certainty of evidence, namely, when the thing believed is not only said to be true and good, but a man does find it so to be by sense and experience and is so evident to man's reason, convincing it by force of argument, taken from the causes, effects, properties, signs, and the like, that it has nothing to object against the thing proposed to be believed. The certainty of adherence is the certainty of faith. The certainty of evidence is the certainty of assurance. This certainty of assurance and evidence is of excellent use, for it makes the Christian fruitful in good works and does fill him with joy and comfort. Therefore, it must by all means be sought after. Yet it is not of itself so strong, nor so constant, nor so infallible as the certainty of faith and adherence is. 2 Peter 1.8.10 For sense and reason, since the fall, even in the regenerate, are weak, variable, and their conclusions are not so certain as those of pure faith, because faith builds only upon divine testimony, concluding without reasoning or disputing, yea, many times against reasoning. Romans four eighteen and 19, Hebrews eleven eleven. So that notwithstanding the excellent and needful use of assurance, it is faith and adherence to Christ and his promises, which even in fears and doubts must be the cable we must hold by, lest we make shipwreck of all when we are assaulted with our greatest temptations. For then many times our assurance leaves us to the mercy of the winds and seas, as mariners speak. If you have faith, Though you have little or no feeling, your salvation is yet sure in truth, though not in your own apprehension. When both can be had, it is best, for then you gain most strength and most comfort, giving you cheerfulness in all your troubles. But the power and grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and faith in his naked word and promise is that to which you must trust. See this in the examples of most faithful men. For when they have been put to it, it was this that upheld them, and in this was their faith commended. Abraham, against all present sense and reason, even against hope, believed in hope, both in the matter of receiving a son and in going about to offer him again unto God in sacrifice. He denied sense and reason. He considered not the unlikelihoods and seeming impossibilities in the judgment of reason that ever he should have a seed 
he being old, and Sarah being old and barren, or having a seed, that he should be saved by that seed, since he was to kill him in sacrifice, Hebrews 11, 17 through 19. He only considered the almighty power, faithfulness, and sovereignty of him that had promised. He knew it was his duty to obey and wait, and so let all the matter concerning it rest on God's promise. Romans 4, 18 through 21. For this, his faith is commended, and he is said to be strong in faith. Romans 4, 20. This concludes episode 63 of Henry Scudder's The Christian's Daily Walk.